Welcome to the Caleb Schaefer Podcast. We're so glad to have you join us today. Pastor Caleb is a graduate of the World Harvest Bible College, as well as Ohio Christian University. And his desire is to share the love of God with a lost and dying world. Prepare to be challenged and encouraged today through the study of God's Word. Now let's listen in to today's episode with our host, Caleb Schaefer. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday morning to you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm coming to you today um, in a little bit different fashion. I preached a message this last week on um, how we need the Holy Ghost, how badly we need the Holy Ghost. We need tongues. We need the power of the Holy Ghost. And I am not ashamed of the gospel, and I'm not ashamed of the power of the Holy Spirit, and I'm not ashamed of tongues and miracles and healings. And um, I want to share with you a message that I preached uh, just this past week about how badly in these times we need to be focused on Holy Ghost power and how uh, how we need to draw from the Holy Ghost power, how we need to uh, how we need to just be prepared by relying on the Holy Ghost. And so this message is um, is about that, and I'm gonna just turn it on here in a minute. Um, I'm hoping to come to you tomorrow with a uh, another election update. Um, you may be able to hear it in my voice. I am under the weather, and um, it is uh, most likely uh, coronavirus. We're waiting on test results that should be back today or tomorrow, but we do have another positive case in our home, so we appreciate your prayers. I can tell you this much. Uh, it is very real, and it is very um, it's intense. But it is also treatable if you get catch it early enough, if you catch uh, the symptoms, if you get the right medications. So um, it's nothing to play with, but it's also very, very treatable. And um, we're on the mend here. We are taking um, azithromycin and dexamethasone. Um, and I'm also using an inhaler. So uh, a lot of things going on here at play. We're in quarantine right now. Um, but I wanted to come to you today and still bring you this message from uh, last week and also hopefully uh, over the next 24 hours, maybe even I'll release something a little bit later this week for an election update. I'm not sure. Uh, it'll just depend on how, how things go here and how I feel, but um, I will get you another election update on a hot topic here very soon. But I just wanted to let you know what's going on a little bit with me. We had to miss church yesterday and... Um, it's been a it's been an interesting few days here at the at the household, but you know God is still in the miracle working business. God is still in the healing business, and He has not left us yet. He's right here by our side, and um, He's right there by your side. Whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, and um, there've been a lot of people tell me, "Well, rest, uh, get some rest. Don't do a lot. Don't do a lot of work or anything like that." But um, that's difficult for me to do to sit still for very long. So, I've got to be recording some podcasts, and I'm writing and different things like that. So, um, it's I just don't sit still and let dust collect very long. So, um, I appreciate you tuning in today, and uh, I want to get you this message, and then uh, I pray that it blesses you. Pray that it encourages you and challenges you today and I'll be back very soon one day this week with another election update so uh, enjoy this message God bless you you know we are in this weird time it's a weird time um, it's unlike any time that we've ever been in before right and it's unlike, there, there's no precedent for this time that we're in. There's nothing that we can go on that we've experienced uh, to this date where we kind of have an idea how to navigate. And um, I don't know about you, but whenever I'm going somewhere, I love using my GPS. If I'm going somewhere that I have never been before, you best believe I'm going to have my GPS on my dash and I'm going to be paying attention to when the GPS says turn here and turn there. Now there have been one or two times where my GPS has got me turned in a wrong direction, but most of the time it's accurate. Most of the time my GPS will take me to the right place where I'm hoping to go. And you know, 
we have a GPS how to navigate this season that we're in. We have a GPS that will guide us through this season that we're in that we've never been in before. And I've talked to so many people and so many pastors and just different ministry leaders who say, you know, I've never experienced anything like this before. We've never experienced churches having to shut down nationwide. We've never experienced um, even a level of persecution that churches and ministries are experiencing. There are, there are certain cities um, that are allowing certain things, but not other things. There are certain cities that are allowing large protests and large gatherings of people, but they won't even allow uh, Christians to gather out in the streets to pray and to sing worship songs. I saw a video not long ago of Christians getting arrested while singing hymns. Outside, They weren't being violent. They weren't uh, upsetting anyone, really. They were just standing there singing hymns with no music. And as they were singing hymns, the, the police came and were putting them in handcuffs and taking them away. And this unprecedented time that we're living in, it's important to have some sort of a guide, some sort of a, a way to know what we should do, how we should do it, because ministry still has to go forth and, and, and the word of God still has to go out to people regardless of what the government says we can and can't do. Because we're here to occupy until Jesus comes. We're not here to, to be silenced. And, and we've got to make a decision at some point that we're going to step up and, and say the truth whether anyone agrees with it or not. And so we have a GPS. We have a GPS that we can go by. And it's a real-time GPS. And it's called the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's called the Holy Ghost. We have a real-time GPS, and He'll tell you when to turn here and when to turn there. And he'll tell you when, to, when there's a, a roadblock coming up ahead. He'll tell you how to navigate through the detours of life if we'll begin to rely on Him and if we'll begin to seek Him. And, and it's so important during these times that we're living in to rely on the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's so important to be filled with the Holy Spirit. During these times, there are a lot of people who who think that uh, uh, the filling of the Holy Spirit is a one and done thing. And uh, I'm here to tell you tonight it's not. And there's proof in Scripture that you need to constantly be filled and refilled with the Holy Spirit. And it takes a conscious effort to do so. It takes constant spending time in the presence of God, seeking God for the refilling of the Holy Spirit. A lot of people think that the Holy Ghost is just for, for tongues or for a dance or for a shout. But the Holy Ghost, the Bible tells us, will lead us and guide us into all truth. The Bible tells us that the Holy Ghost is the comforter, the one who comes alongside, the, the paraclete. So whenever you're in a trial, whenever you're in a situation that you don't know how to deal with and you don't know what the answer is, the Holy Spirit already knows the truth. And in, in a world where there's so much lies and so much deception taking place. I began to preach at the beginning of this year. I was invited to go a couple different places and preach and the the thing that I felt most heavily impressed on my heart at to begin to preach at the beginning of this year was to be filled with the Holy Ghost because deception was coming. Yeah. yeah. And looking back over the last 10 months how much deception and how much, how much of a, a way that the enemy has just been coming in and trying to pull people away. Do you know that about 50% of Christians have quit going to church altogether through this pandemic? Not only have they, they, they haven't just like quit going to church where their church was shut down, but they're not participating in anything with church, not, not looking to God for help, not seeking God like they've walked away from the faith. About 50%. And the Bible talks about a great falling away in the last days. But it also says that there will be a remnant. And for those of us who are here, 
We are the remnant people that God wants to use in these last days. And we need the Holy Ghost to help us to know what to do, to know what to say and when to say it, and know where to go at what point in time. I want us to turn tonight to Acts chapter 4. We're going to be uh, through the Gospels and through Acts a little bit tonight. But I want to start in Acts chapter 4 tonight. And, and so I want to give you a few different uh, reasons that you need the Holy Ghost right now. A few different reasons that you need the Holy Ghost right now. Acts chapter 4, and we'll start at verse 1. Acts 4 and 1. The Bible says this. This is talking about Peter and John coming before the Sanhedrin. As they spoke to the people, the priests, the captain of the temple, and the Sadducees came upon them. So they were out speaking to the people. And all of a sudden, the priests, the captain of the temple, and the Sadducees came upon them. So they had pretty much everybody in the temple upset with them. When you get the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees coming out after you, it's a big deal. So they had everybody in, in, the, in the area mad at them, being greatly troubled, the Bible says, because they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. So they were mad because these men were preaching Jesus. They were mad because Peter and John were preaching Jesus, that he had raised from the dead, and that there was another resurrection coming. And they seized them and put them in custody until the next day, for it was already evening. But many of those who heard the word believed, and the number of the men grew to about 5,000. So they added about 5,000 people to the group of believers just from preaching that, and they got arrested, and they were put in jail for the night. On the next day, their rulers and elders and scribes were assembled at Jerusalem with Annas, the high priest, and Caiaphas, and John, and Alexander, and all who were of the family of the high priest. So not only did they get arrested by the, the chief people in the, in the temple, they everybody showed up for the trial. Everybody should. The, the Bible says right here, the elders, the scribes, the rulers, Annas, Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and all who were of the family of the high priest. So and the entire family came out to see the show. The entire family came out because they were, they were hoping to see Peter and John get in big trouble. When they had stood by them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, Amen. said to them, Rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we today are being examined concerning a good deed done to a crippled man, how this man has been healed, be it known to you and all, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands before you whole. He is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the, the cornerstone. There is no salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. And when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were illiterate and uneducated, educated men, they marveled. Amen. <laughs> so Peter and John were standing there and the Bible says that they were asked a question by, by the, the, the leaders of the time. They were asked a question and immediately they were filled with the Holy Ghost. But this wasn't the first time they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Their initial baptism in the Holy Spirit happened in Acts chapter 2 in the upper room when the Bible says they were all gathered together and it was the day of Pentecost and there was a sound of a mighty rushing wind and they were baptized in the Holy Ghost. So these guys were rebaptized in the Holy Ghost right here because the Holy Ghost gave them the words to say. And the Bible lets us know that they, they, they basically said, hey, listen. 
You guys crucified Jesus. He's raised from the dead. He's whose authority we're standing here under. He's who healed this man. And and you guys have rejected him. You guys have turned away from him. But he's the truth. And the Bible lets us know that all the Sanhedrin looked at them and they said, well, this is Peter and John. These guys are just fishermen. They didn't go to college. They were on the Votech track. They were were in the trade group. They didn't go to college and and learn how how to talk good or they didn't go and and have all this education. They were illiterate men. They were uneducated and they all stood around and said, wow, what happened? These guys got smart all of a sudden. Well, let me tell you something. It was the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost gave them the words to say when they were questioned. And the Holy Ghost will help you to defend the faith with power. That's one of the reasons that we need the Holy Ghost in these last days uh, because there are a lot of people questioning the faith right now. There are a lot of people questioning, well, why do you believe in this? Why do you believe that abortion's wrong? Why do you believe that the LGBT agenda is wrong? Why do you believe all these things? And we have the authority to stand up and say because God said it was wrong. God said it in His Word and He's the one that we're going to go by. He's the one that we're going to believe. He said it and it did not change. He did not change His mind because we're 2,000 years down the road and we've got progressive ideologies that people think that, that God's a little more lenient now than He was when he, he spoke the words in the Bible. No, no, no. The Bible is still true and the Bible is still right and we've got to have boldness to be able to stand up for the faith. Yes. Amen. We need the Holy Ghost. In Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12. Verses 1 through 2 says, Meanwhile, when thousands of the crowd were assembled so as to trample on one another, he began to say to his disciples first, this is Jesus talking, Beware of the yeasts of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy, for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. Therefore, what you have said in the darkness will be heard in the light, and what you have whispered in the ear in private rooms will be proclaimed on the housetops. How do you how do you know what what has been said in private? How do you know what has been said in secret? The Holy Ghost will tell you. The Holy Ghost will tell you what's going on when there's secret things going on. The Holy Ghost will help you determine what is true and what's a lie in these last days. And how many know that there are a lot of lies being spread right now? There are a lot of lies being spread right now. I think everybody's lying anymore. We've got to pray that the Holy Ghost will help us understand the truth because that's what the Bible tells us. He will lead us and guide us into all truth. And when we have the Holy Ghost, we have the truth. So when things are going on and you don't know who to believe and you don't know what's the truth, you can rely on the Holy Ghost to help you understand the truth. And then the Bible tells us when in, in verse 11 and 12, sorry, down there uh, in Luke 12, It says, when they bring you to the synagogues, rulers, and authorities, do not be anxious how you will answer or what you will say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. So that goes back to the verses in Acts that we just read, that Jesus was already telling them, listen, you're about to be delivered up before the rulers in the synagogues. They're going to cuff you, and they're going to take you to prison, and they're going to want to put you on trial. But when you stand before the rulers, you're going to have the words to say, because the Holy Ghost will be down on the inside of you. And can I tell you today, whenever you need an answer for someone, whenever someone is questioning you, whenever someone's questioning you about your faith, or whenever you've got to stand for what's right, the Holy Ghost will give you the words to say, and the Holy Ghost will help you out if you will rely on Him. Amen. He is faithful. Yes. yes. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Holy Ghost will help you defend the faith. The Holy Ghost will help you discern the truth. The Holy Ghost will help you rebuke the power of the devil. I don't know if anyone in here could use some help rebuking the power of the devil. I can't rebuke the power of the devil in my own authority. In your own authority, you have no power. You have got to have the Holy Ghost to help you rebuke the power of the devil. Acts chapter 13. 
Acts chapter 13. I'm so glad for the Word of God because it just lays it all out for us. Amen. Acts chapter 13. We're going to start at verse 6. When they had gone through the whole island of Paphos, they found a certain sorcerer, a Jewish false prophet whose name was Bar-Jesus, who was with the proconsul Sergius Paulus, an intelligent man. This man called for Barnabas and Saul and sought to hear the word of God. But Elymas, the sorcerer, which is his name by interpretation, opposed them, trying to divert the proconsul from the faith. Then Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, stared at him and said, You son of the devil, enemy of all righteousness, full of deceit and of all fraud, will you not cease perverting the right ways of the Lord? Now look, the hand of the Lord is against you, and you shall be blind, not seeing the sun for a time. Immediately mist and darkness fell upon him, and he went about seeking someone to lead him by the hand. When the proconsul saw what had happened, he believed and was astonished at the doctrine of the Lord. You need the Holy Ghost to run off the powers of darkness. And the Holy Ghost will quicken you at times when something is going on, when there's spiritual activity. Can I tell you there's more spiritual activity taking place right now than there ever has been. There's more spiritual activity. The, the powers of darkness are fighting. If you could just see what's going on over the streets of Cumberland right now and over the, over the streets of Washington, D.C. right now and over the streets of New York City right now. If you could just see what's going on in the atmosphere right now in the spirit realm. If you could see the way that the demons are plotting and scheming and the way that God's angels are showing up to fight on behalf of His people. If you could see it all. But the Holy Ghost is what will help you battle when you have an enemy coming against you. Because He'll quicken you to what's going on. He'll quicken you to what's going on. The Holy Ghost will tell you, get out of here. You don't have time to be here right now. This is, this is not a situation that you need to be in right now. You're, there's trouble coming. The Holy Ghost will quicken you and He'll tell you what to do, how to handle situations. Holy Ghost will quicken you to certain spirits. He'll quicken you to certain spirits that are in people's lives or that are coming against you and you'll know how to pray against those certain spirits. You need the Holy Ghost. Amen. You need the Holy Ghost. Yes, you do. The Holy Ghost will also give you boldness and power. Acts chapter 4, verse 31. Acts 4 and 31. Boldness and power. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God with boldness. They were bold before the Sanhedrin, and they began to speak the word of God with boldness. Do you know how many Christians are intimidated right now by what's going on? Do you know how many Christians are intimidated by, by these ideologies that are trying to take over and control our country? Christians are so intimidated right now. They're afraid to prove profess their faith. They're afraid to, to uh, speak out uh, the words of God. They're afraid to speak out on the Bible and on what's right and what's wrong. But we need Holy Ghost boldness right now. We need the Holy Ghost boldness to be able to say, hey, we're not going along with the culture right now. We're not going along with what's taking place. And guess what? Everybody in Washington, D.C., you need Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one gets to the Father but by Him. So if you don't have Jesus, guess what? You better get right. You better get ready. And somebody needs to tell some people that they need Jesus. You need that boldness to be able to step out in faith. Somebody needs to call up Andrew Cuomo's office and say, listen buddy, you're trying to shut down churches and you're trying to shut down Jewish synagogues. Well guess what? God's not going to let you in your position of power for very long. You better get Jesus or He's going to take you out. Somebody needs to call up Nancy Pelosi. 
You might have to pull the live stream down later. I'm sorry. I didn't even think about it. Somebody needs to call up these politicians and say, listen... I'm not, I'm not even going to call you and, and preach to you about why we're right and you're wrong. I'm going to call you and tell you, listen, you need Jesus. Yes. Amen. You need Jesus. Amen. There's a reckoning coming. Amen. There is a reckoning coming for the, I feel the Holy Ghost on that, for these politicians that have stood up for the devil and have, have partnered themselves with the kingdom of darkness for so long. There's a reckoning coming. And whether God has to take them out in the natural and, and remove them by votes, or whether God has to has to just remove them from from living, He'll do it. Because there's a reckoning coming. They're going to have to stand before Him and give an account. And we've all got to stand before God and give an account. But we need the Holy Ghost boldness to be able to tell other people, listen, this isn't a game that you can play. This isn't some sort of thing that there's no consequences for. No, what you're standing for and what you're standing against matters eternally. God is keeping good records. He's keeping very good records. The Bible tells us that there are books in heaven. And God is writing things down as we speak as to who's supporting what. And who's paying attention to what? And God is looking to see who's going to stand for righteousness. And who's going to be bold enough to tell other people, listen, you've got to be saved. And the only way to be saved is through the blood of Jesus. And we've got to get the Holy Ghost for boldness to be able to tell people that. Because they're going to spit in your face. They're going to tell you to shut up. They don't want to hear what you have to say. You know what the Bible tells us? If we see someone in wickedness and we don't warn them, their blood's on our hands. So after you tell them, it's not on your hands anymore. After you tell them, that's on them. But it's up to us to be bold enough and brave enough to tell somebody. And God will quicken you as you go about your day. He'll quicken you. I was at a gas pump one time. And I looked over and there was a man over there that I knew. And God said, go ask him if he's ready to meet me. Oh my gosh. And two weeks later, he was gone. Oh my God. We've got to be bold and brave. And we need the Holy Ghost to help us. Because if we don't have the Holy Ghost and we're not brave and bold through Him, we're going to miss opportunities for people to be saved and for people to be ministered to. And I thank God that we're seeing some people rise up in boldness. I thank God that we're seeing ministers and people of God rise up and preach the truth in love and be bold about our faith. But we need more of it. So we need the Holy Ghost to help us with boldness and power. In Acts uh, 4.17, the Bible says this, But lest it spread further among the people, let us threaten them that they no longer speak to anyone in this name. Whose name? The name of Jesus. This was the Sanhedrin talking. This was all of the religious rulers and leaders of the time talking. They said, listen, let us threaten people so that they keep their mouths shut about this Jesus. Let us threaten people. Let us tell them that if they talk about Jesus, we're going to shut their churches down. Let us tell them that if If they talk about, if they try to have services, we're going to find their churches. Let us say to them, if you try to have another church service, we're going to find you and we're going to take your parking lot space. Let us tell them we're going to, we're going to charge them $50,000 and shut off their utilities. It's happening right now in California. The religious people of the day said, let us threaten them and say, if you preach in the name of Jesus, we're coming after you. And that's exactly what's happening right now in California and in Virginia and in New York. If you preach in the name of Jesus. And you know what a lot of these people are, a lot of these governors who are making these threats, they claim to be Christians. Jesus. You know, a lot of these politicians, oh, we're, yeah. we're Christians. 
and they're making threats towards Christians. It's the exact same religious spirit that is Christian in name only and who is making threats against the true Christians, against the remnant. And a lot of people have gotten scared and walked away and fallen away. But I thank God for the Holy Ghost boldness to keep going. I thank God for Holy Ghost boldness that keep churches just like this one open. I thank God for churches that aren't shutting their doors and saying, you know what, we'll broadcast online and we'll have parking lot services and we'll do social distancing and add extra services if we need to. We'll do whatever we have to do, but the Word of God is going forth. I thank God. You need the Holy Ghost for boldness. Right now, divine boldness to preach, boldness to witness, boldness to stand for righteousness. Another thing the Holy Ghost will give you is power to endure persecution. Power to endure persecution. Acts chapter 13. Acts chapter 13. Persecution has just begun. Here in the United States of America, we haven't experienced persecution like other countries are experiencing. We're, we're, we're being threatened with fines and having our utilities shut off. We're not being threatened with our lives saying, if you preach the name of Jesus, we're going we're gonna to cut your head off. We're going to burn you at the stake. There are other countries right now who are, there are executions taking place if you believe in Jesus Christ and you publicly profess your faith. Talk to the people in China right now. Ask the people in China. Ask the people in the Middle East who are converting by the thousands from Islam to Christianity because Jesus is showing up to them in dreams and visions. And angels are showing up and preaching to them. And they're converting. But they're being killed because of their faith. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 13 verses 50 to 52. But the Jews stirred up the devout and honorable women and the chief men of the city and raised up persecution against Paul and Barnabas Barnabas, and drove them from their region. So they shook off the dust of their feet against them and went to Iconium and the joy and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. They were persecuted. They were driven out by the religious people once again. You know, a lot of our persecution isn't even going to come from outside the church. A lot of our persecution will come from other people who are quote-unquote Christian. We've heard it. We've seen it. There are people being persecuted in the United States right now for their faith. All you've got to do is turn turn on the Supreme Court hearing right now. She's being persecuted for her faith by other people who say, well, we're Catholic too. There is extreme persecution that comes from religious spirits. When those religious spirits get upset because the true power of God shows up in someone else's life. And you've got to have the Holy Ghost To withstand the persecution. You've got to have the Holy Ghost. The thing is here. That in this this verse. In this text. In the original Greek. the, The tense of the verb. That they were being filled with the Holy Ghost. Is the imperfect present. That means it's continual. That means that they were continually filled with the Holy Ghost. Perpetually and continually filled with the Holy Ghost because you need the Holy Ghost in a fresh way every single day. There, you can't take a day off. We are in a war. You can't take a day off from seeking God and from relying on the Holy Spirit. Because if you do, the enemy gains so much ground. If you think that you're just standing still, guess what? You're falling backwards. The enemy's taking ground while you're standing still. We've got to constantly be going forward in the Spirit because the Holy Ghost is a forward-moving Spirit. 
We are forward moving. We're forward moving in the church. Because the enemy is forward moving. The enemy moves forward to drag you back. When you have the Holy Ghost, you just walk right through His his barriers and His barricades. You just walk right through. The Holy Ghost will help you endure every bit of persecution that comes upon you. There are people, there are Christians right now who I know are persecuted on their jobs. Because they're Christians. Persecuted because they believe in Jesus Christ and they're open about it on their jobs. You've got to have the Holy Ghost to deal with that. Because in my flesh and in your flesh, we'll either crumble or we'll be ready to fight. Come on. You know, our flesh, our flesh will, will cause us to want to, we'll want to do get out with somebody. We'll want to grab somebody by the throat or by the hair, whichever your choice is, and let somebody have it. The Holy Ghost will restrain you and will also give you the right words to say. We've got to have the Holy Ghost to help us. I need help every single day from Him. I need help every single day from Him. There are so many things that go on in just day-to-day life. Just day-to-day life. That we need His guiding and His leading on. One phone call can change the entire course of your, your year, your, your, your life. One phone call can change that. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you don't have that source of strength and that leading and that guiding and that discernment that He gives, you will be standing there not knowing what to do. But when you have Him... Oh my. He's like he's like the invisible secret service. He's right there with you. Every day we face new challenges. Every day we come up against things. And let me tell you something. In the days and weeks and months to come, can I give you a little secret? It's not going to get better out in the world. It's not going to get better out in the world. We are facing a time in our country where things are so corrupt and crazy that whether the election goes one way or the other, it's going to get bad. One way, we're going to see riots. Unprecedented. I've seen the papers that they've sent out. Telling people how to destroy the country if the president gets reelected. But I also know that if it goes the other way, we're in for a lot greater persecution in the church. There are going to be a lot of executive actions taking, taking place and possibly even a removal of a president in order to install the vice president. And we're going to need the Holy Ghost. We're going to need the Holy Ghost. There's greater deception coming. There's greater persecution coming. We need greater boldness. People are buying lies. They have, they have stopped trading in the truth of currency and started, started buying lies. They've started buying lies. And we are seeing... Some of the craziest things take place. I can see a news story and hear two different reports on it and think, did they see the same thing I saw? I can see an event take place and hear two different sides of it and neither of them line up with what I saw. And I wonder if they're not so deceived that they can't see the truth. That they're not just seeing the truth and trying to put lies out there, but they're so deceived that they can't see the truth. And we need to have the Holy Ghost in order to be able to see the truth in every situation. There's a reason that we're gathered here on a Thursday night. That's right. 
There's a reason that we're gathered here worshiping the Lord together. Because He's called us out to be separate. He's called us out as a remnant people. He's called us out because we're not going to fit in with everybody else. And we're not going to just go with the crowd. Where all the other people who are, who are out in the world or out doing whatever they're doing on a Thursday night, we've met together in order to worship the Lord, in order to hear what He's saying to His people right now. And we've come together and God is speaking to us that we need to be filled and refilled every single day with the Holy Ghost. From the day we from the time we set our feet on the ground and get up out of our beds in the morning, we've got to begin to say, Holy Ghost, fill me anew today. Fill me afresh today. Give me a fresh infilling today, God. Lead me today. There is not one step that I can take without you today, God. I am feeble and I am weak. And God, without you, I've got nothing to go on. Without you, the enemy's gonna come against me like a flood. And I will be taken under, but with you, God, I will have exactly what I need to get through this day. Give me this day my daily bread, God. Give me everything I need to make it through this day because I know that by the end of the day, some things will have happened, God, that will try to take me on a detour from where it is that you have for me to go. By the end of the day, there's probably going to be some sort of attack on my peace or on my joy. By the end of the day, there's going to be something, God, that tries to Distract me from keeping my focus on you. So God, use the Holy Ghost. Send the Holy Ghost right now to keep me on track. To keep me lined up with your word. Help him. Help me to, to, to be led and be guided by the Holy Ghost today. And we've got to get up like that every single morning. And before we go to bed at night, this is an amazing thought. Jimmy Evans, I heard him preach this. He said, before you go to bed at night, you need to prepare yourself spiritually. Prepare yourself spiritually before you go to bed. And say, Holy Ghost, brood over me while I sleep. Give me dreams while I sleep of what it is that you have for me to do. Give me leadership and guidance while I sleep. God, I pray that I would have peaceful rest tonight and that the enemy would not be able to come in and attack me as I sleep and rob me of rest. You need to pray over yourself before you go to sleep at night and ask the Holy Ghost to move while you sleep. God, keep me and my family while I'm unconscious tonight. A lot of the time, the enemy likes to come in while we're asleep. The enemy will come in in dreams. The enemy will come in uh, and try to rob your sleep. Things will happen. You'll wake up in the morning and find out about it. The enemy likes to work while we are asleep and while we're unconscious. And so we need the Holy Ghost. To move on our behalf while we're asleep. To give us good rest. To protect us. So we need Him every second of every day. We don't get any time off from being a Christian. We don't get any time off. We don't get a break. We don't get a vacation from it. This is who we are. We signed up for an army. We signed up for battle. The battle is the Lord's. But we've got to be in tune with Him. We've got to rely on Him. And so we've got to rely on the Holy Ghost. I've seen so many Christians buying into lies. So many Christians buying into lies. This year especially. It goes back to what I said earlier about Christians leaving church and, and walking away from the faith. I've seen so much of it taking place. And we can't think that we're above that. One of the most dangerous lies the enemy will use in your life is that it's okay. You're, you're mature enough. You don't have to worry about that. You're in a place, you're in a different place spiritually than those people. And the enemy will use lies like that in your life. Oh, it's okay to skip church every every. 
every Thursday evening. It's okay to skip church. You're tired and you're busy. and It's okay to miss a couple services here and there. And the thing about missing church is that after a while you don't miss it anymore. It's okay to go have some fun. It's okay to participate in those things that God said not to do. It's okay to to go drink a little alcohol here and there. The devil will tell you you're mature enough to do those things. Oh, you're you're above the level where somebody would fall into that for for a lifestyle. You're above the level where somebody would, would, would deal with that permanently. You're above that where you'd get hooked on that. You're above that. The enemy will lie to you and tell you that it's okay and that you're a mature enough believer. And we need the Holy Ghost to say, no, no, no. Because the Holy Ghost will keep us in check. And He will get us back on track. And He will help us to stand up against the temptations of the enemy. You know, we, we give the enemy a crack to get in. And he just blows the door wide open. We need the Holy Ghost to help us. We can't think we're above what we're seeing going on in the Christian world today. We can't think we're above falling into deception. We've got to have the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us into all truth. It doesn't matter how well we're prepared in the natural for what's to come if we refuse to prepare ourselves in the spiritual. It doesn't matter if you have a 401k and you have everything lined up on your books and you have a retirement plan and a savings plan and backup ideas and backup plans. It doesn't matter if you have all everything together if you've not prepared yourself spiritually. We've got to begin to prepare ourselves spiritually day by day, minute by minute. And there are times, there are going to be times where we're going to have to say in the moment, Holy Spirit, I need you right now to help me and guide me and lead me. I need you in this moment to tell me exactly what to say. And he'll do it. He'll do it. God did it for the disciples. He did it for Moses. All through the Bible we see examples. And God promised us that He'd never leave us or forsake us. And whenever we need Him, all we got to do is call on Him. But we got to remember to do that. we got to remember we need the Holy Ghost whenever we're facing a situation every single day. Say, Holy Ghost, help me. Fill me anew today. Fill me anew today. Fill me right now. Give me what to say. How to say it. Show me what to do. Lead me in this situation. And if we'll begin to do that, I believe that we can see the greatest outcome and the greatest revival that we've ever believed we could see. You know, we're seeing persecution start. But do you know what? Yep. 100% of the time when revival hits... It's because there's some sort of opposing force to the church. There's persecution that makes the church hit her knees and start to pray and say, God, we need you. Help us out. Help us out. And as we see these things go on in our country and around the world and we feel persecuted, we can get excited because God loves to move on His people when there's difficult times. You can mark it down. You can mark it down. But we need the Holy Ghost to do it. We need the Holy Ghost to see our family and friends saved. We need the Holy Ghost to see our co-workers come to Christ. We need the Holy Ghost to see these, these laws overturned in our country that are just abominations and And we need the Holy Ghost to see revival in this nation one more time. I believe it's going to happen. I believe it's going to happen. And we've got to be filled up and ready. We've got to be filled up and ready. So that's my challenge to you tonight. Before you go to bed tonight, 
As you lay your head down on your pillow, may your last thoughts be, fill me up as I sleep. Recharge me in the Holy Ghost as I sleep. God, refresh me in the Holy Spirit. Give me fresh fire as I sleep so that when I wake up tomorrow, I'm ready to go. And in the morning when you get up and you're ready to go about your day, you say, God, I thank you for charging me up last night. Now, God, help me to pour out today to people who need it, to fill me up today and give me the exact things to say when I need to say them. And God, help me to be a light that shines bright in the middle of darkness. And God's going to lead you and guide you every single day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I want to ask a question tonight before we leave. And I want to speak to uh, the people in here and the online audience and say, if you don't know Jesus, you got to know Jesus in order to have the Holy Ghost. The Bible says he's the one who gives us the Holy Ghost. He said to his disciples, I'm going to go away and prepare a place for you. But when I do, there's a comforter that's coming. and His name's the Holy Ghost. And so you've got to know Jesus. If you don't know Jesus and you're worried about what's going on all over the world right now, let me tell you something. There's no better peace than knowing Jesus Christ. There's no better hope than knowing Jesus Christ. And if you know him, it doesn't matter what's going on you can have that peace and hope that you're going to be just fine because He's going to walk with you every step of the way. So I'm going to pray a prayer. And if you don't know Jesus, I'd love for you to pray this prayer with me and invite Him into your heart. And I'm going to ask all the believers in here to say the prayer as well. Just say, Father God, I'm a sinner. But I believe Jesus is your Son. That he died on the cross and that he rose again. I ask you to cleanse me from my sin. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to live for you. Thank you for making me your child. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, we would love to talk to you before you leave here tonight. Or if you prayed it on the on the video online, put it in the chat there and uh, we'll have someone reach out to you. God bless you tonight. It's been such a pleasure being here with you again. I know that God is moving and doing great things. And remember, stay filled up with the Holy Ghost. Don't fall for deception. Stay filled up. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Caleb Schaefer podcast. If you would like to connect with Caleb, you can do so on Facebook at Caleb Schaefer Ministry, on Instagram at Caleb underscore Schaefer, or by visiting www.calebschaefer.com. If you have been encouraged, please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. Once again, we appreciate you listening to today's episode and may God bless you as you continue to walk with Him.